0: Tell me how you feel Even when it's bad Tell me how you feel Even when it hurts Even if it's hard to say
1: Welcome to New Sincerity, the podcast with honest talk on honest topics. I'm Maddie. I'm Carden. I'm Kelby. And today we are introducing... Our newest honorary member. Draw. My mom! <laughs> Hi
0: Shelly! Hi
2: everyone. <laughs> great to be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah beautiful. So
0: we have another edition of Mom Talk. Yeah. This is the best. I'd I just happily continually. Yeah, your mom has to out. be next Talk all, all me. the time I know. Mothers. Shout out to
3: Deb. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <laughs> Hi, Deb.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we, we figured that this was another great chance to get some wisdom that we do mm-hmm. not have on uh, on the world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without setting high expectations.
2: <laughs> you will be great. Yeah, yeah. Like, give us
3: all your wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. On,
2: Do, us with Do
0: you your... have 30 seconds? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I feel like this is me when I try and give life advice. I'm like, I don't know why I would ever give someone life advice.
1: But if anything, like I, you've been like such a role model for me, so you have oh, so Carmen, much wisdom. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Aww. So yeah, we thought that maybe like an interesting topic for this week would be talking about uh, careers, but also like being in a certain career paths as a woman and, like, how you kind of decided what you wanted to do. Um, so, yeah, we, we thought that that might be a fun talk. So, yeah, yeah. let's do her! Sounds That's good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> also, I think, interestingly, like, also talking about how... Specifically, you, Shelley, but like how you ended up like where you are now, Mm. and if that was where you saw yourself Mm -hmm. ending up, Mm -hmm. or like if you know what kind of like forks got thrown into the road that like changed things for you Mm -hmm. career wise.
0: So
1: like, what did you go to school for, and what did you want to be when you were younger?
2: Well, um, let me just say that um, I think all of you are very fortunate nowadays because Mm -hmm. when I grew up, I grew up with a family of a a very large family. And it wasn't encouraged, it wasn't even thought of, to pursue education or to think about a career. It was just when you're 18, you're out of the house and you got to be independent. So I didn't have that kind of background support. But I realized after I graduated from high school that after I worked for two years that there's got to be something more. Mm -hmm. I can't see myself doing that. So it was total self-motivations. I had some clarity that I probably should do some schooling. So I wasn't sure, I knew I wanted to work in the humanities, so it was a toss up between education and law school, I thought. Um, So I ended up pursuing education, became a teacher, and then um, I taught only briefly, and then I did an advanced degree in educational educational psychology. You know the
1: story I want to hear about, you being a teacher. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) I had a brief teaching career, so I went through elementary education, and um, I was teaching grade three. And Cardin, I think the purpose of having me on here is to bring out my embarrassing story. Oh, there's there's <laughs> so too many good so ones. So I <laughs> was in grade three, teaching grade three, and <laughs> I, I, I realized I was uh, real young. <laughs> uh, I re- uh, such sweet age children, and I realized on a Friday afternoon that oh my gosh, I taught the wrong directions. I got east and west west mixed up oh oh, <laughs> so i like spent the allergy. entire weekend doing fun creative things <laughs> on how i could rewind that and introduce <laughs> the correct way of the job oh my goodness so older, i had like... burnt into the these little eight-year-olds minds they knew their directions by the end of the week the correct ones <laughs> you know they're <laughs> still getting it wrong yeah and and that's why i really rely on gps I don't <laughs> yeah. have a good sense of direction. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. But the point is you got to recognize your mistakes and do more to overcome them. Yeah. And I learned that lesson early on. Oh my goodness.
3: And so when did you like realize okay, I don't want to teach like that?
2: Well, I actually um I did enjoy teaching, but I actually um started working with something that was of, of interest and I worked for an Adolescent Drug Prevention Organization and um it was really interesting and it was dynamic and i felt that i was making a difference yeah and, and it really did make a mark i think here in canada it was the time of kind of the say no to drugs um, campaign went on but we did some education in parents and we did some research and um, it was really empowering young people to talk to their peers and it's okay to say no to alcohol and other drugs and so i did that for a while and then i decided I I think I want to do something more, and so I went and did my master's and educational psych. Oh, Oh, education ed psych. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so with that, uh, I was trained to be a school psychologist or a counselor, and I didn't do that either. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but I think you know my background obviously prepared me to keep my doors open, Mm -hmm. and so it just. Allowed me to go down different paths that I wouldn't have had open to me before that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, totally. I think that's like really nice to hear because I know all of us are kind of like, what are we going to do kind of thing? And like, it's not always what your degree is in or anything like that. Like, like you said, like, if you keep your doors open, then like you can end up somewhere you never thought you would end up. Well,
0: and I also think that there's kind of this weird dichotomy of either saying, like, you end up in what you want to do or you end up in a job that, like, you don't like. And yeah. I like, that's just not true. I know tons yeah. of people who have careers that they find super interesting and rewarding that are not at all what they anticipated doing with their degree. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, or, like, careers yes. that you didn't even know existed. Like, yeah. Or, like, that's yeah. or that thing. didn't exist yeah. when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's,
2: that's huge now is all these careers that literally are just, like, becoming careers. Yeah. Absolutely. And... I never, ever thought I would be doing what I was doing when I was a child. I didn't even know about this. I didn't even know about this career when I was probably 25. Yeah. But I I think life is just a journey. And if you keep your doors open, your eyes open, and you pursue interesting things that you're passionate about, then you'll have opportunities present to you. And and that's what worked for me. So just, I know we know, but... So what is the career that you're currently in? Oh, okay. So I work I I've been a people manager for two decades. Um I work for um a large pharmaceutical company. Very cool. Mm-hmm. This is going to be drug pusher. <laughs> well, I would say we make medicine and uh, we save lives and we help improve the quality of lives. Beautiful. Yeah, well, earlier today, Kelby needed an Advil
0: and <laughs> we were supplied with Advil. It was great. The drop of a hat. It was like, oh,
1: here you go. Yeah. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because I am the house pharmacist. Yeah.
3: So I think like- we were saying this on like last week's episode or something. But yeah, you are prepared at all times. Oh, yeah.
1: For any circumstances. Yeah, and I definitely take that from you.
2: Well, well, that is a whole other topic. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time, but uh, I obviously am a proponent of appropriate medication to deal with life's ailments. Yeah, no, well, it's so true. We were, we were
0: talking before about how, I mean, to each their own, but... Life hurts. Life hurts, yeah. and yes. using drugs appropriately is great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am very pro-like Tylenol at the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> So um you were quite
1: young when you got into your big career and you you travel a lot, um I do. kind of a thing. You have a pretty big career and so like how did that affect like your choice of like family life or yeah. that kind of thing?
2: Well that's that's a great question. Um I knew I wanted a family and I actually um had just gone to this career before I had a family. And so, yeah, I wasn't expecting that I would be the primary breadwinner, or I wasn't expecting that at all, or I wasn't expecting that I would be traveling extensively, which I have done um, majority of my career, but I, I just made it work, because I knew I wanted to have a family, and I knew I wanted to have a career, and so I just found a way to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying it was always easy, there were sacrifices along the way, but uh, I felt... What I was doing that made me a better person. That's a better spouse, a better mom, and then likewise when it came to raising a family, um, I knew my priorities. And even though my career was important, family came first. Yeah. And so I would, I always had that intent. And uh, there were some sacrifices. I couldn't be there for everything that I wanted to be. Yeah. But I, when I was there, I, I hope. That Carden could tell me otherwise, but I hope I was there bringing quality and kept the main thing, the main thing, like, you know, flourishing a family. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Which allowed, you know, part of working, having a career, allowed to have certain experiences and adventures yeah. when you had some finances to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, well, for sure. Totally.
0: And I also like, of course, this is like a very privileged thing to say, like, if you can like, m- like manage. manage that, that's awesome. But like. A happy person is, like, a better contributor to other people's lives. So I think this all the time. Like, people who are, like, feeling fulfilled and, like, valuable and, like, they're doing something that they enjoy. Absolutely. Make for much better company oh, for yeah. those around them. Yeah. Absolutely. So people who feel trapped into their situation mm-hmm.
2: are almost never the best versions of themselves.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: And I always kind of felt I, I had a choice in that. Yeah. You know, I knew I could choose You could just up to... and leave us at any time. Yeah. Not at all. But I, I knew I could choose to have a different career, but that meant certain things mm-hmm. then yeah. if I chose to do that. And so I always knew um I had my intent. It was my choice to do that. Yeah. And that was empowering to, mm-hmm. to know that I, I could do that. Yeah.
1: Did you like <laughs> it's totally okay if you say yes. But did you ever like you're you're saying like you made sacrifices mm-hmm. and stuff. Did you ever regret like, having a family because it kept you from, like, career goals? No,
2: never. Never once. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> well,
0: I literally asked my mom this last week where I was like, did you ever, like, it's totally tough not, but, like, do you ever regret having kids? She was like, nah. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks, Mom. It's <laughs> good to know. Good even if it's no, a because
2: I, I just feel if I only had a career, I, I would feel, even then and now, it would be an empty life.
3: Yeah. It would be an empty life. I'm curious too. I wonder, did you ever feel that there were certain like, like pressures to kind of like conform to a certain, Mm. um, I don't know, like standard as like a woman in the workplace with a family. Like, did you ever feel the pressure to be like, Oh, like, should I be at home? Should I like those kinds of things? Yes,
2: I, that absolutely. And I remember actually, um, I had a lot of support from a lot of people to do what I did, but one person that really disappointed me with my father, who's no longer with us, and, um, he knew what I did, of course, and that I traveled extensively. And he said to me once, um, you've got a man's job. And I was so insulted That's, by that, uh, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I was, but he's from a different yeah, generation different and he had a different perspective. And I, I recognize that, but that was his take that you've got a man's job. Yeah. And wow. so that, that did, um, upset me and disappoint yeah. me. And it's like you know i try to educate him that yeah. there's no such thing as a man's job and a woman's yeah. job i'm i'm fully capable and i've always felt as competent and capable as any male
0: yeah
1: yeah i guess i like i grew up in kind of i guess not the traditional household because you mm-hmm. were the breadwinner you weren't at home but my dad was like my mm-hmm. dad was a stay at home dad you and too. so well, partly, yeah, partly partly yeah but you know so i got kind of like The flip of, like, the traditional kind of Mm -hmm. style of home. So, for me, like, I've always been really inspired to have, like, a really big career because, like, I saw my mom Mm -hmm. and, like, how successful she was and, like, how cool your job is in general. Like, I find it so interesting. So, I was like, oh, like... Like, I never felt that, oh, I should just, like, stay home and have, like, babies or something, yeah. you know, that I think sometimes and not that is... not that's not a respectful
2: choice, know. but... No, 100%. I, I think you need to... And that was my choice for me. That's yeah. what I needed. But I was just going to underline that, that women who choose to stay it's home... A, it's a job as a well. Fem- it's, a, it's a huge job. I applaud women like that. Oh, it yeah. wasn't my. It I wasn't couldn't for me. do that.
1: Is the thing like I? I mean, it wasn't. I'm not for good me. enough
2: with children. No. no. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> I'd be so
3: jealous of like my partner. Like if that was what the case, think? if I was the yeah. one that chose to kind of stay at home and like
1: seeing yeah. them like, have, like I a just full, I couldn't career. do that so it was like really
2: and vice versa I was kind of jealous sometimes when I couldn't be mm. that one um to put the children to bed or whatnot like there's a pl- yeah. like there are sacrifices yeah. in your choices
0: well I like I know my parents are the same way both of my parents have careers but my dad definitely kind of is like the main earner mm-hmm. uh and my mom made more sacrifices as far as staying home when mm-hmm. we were younger um But I know it goes both ways like my I know my dad missed things especially Mm -hmm. like in my younger years when he was just kind of getting into his career Mm -hmm. um that he would have loved to be there for like that like that must be really hard and I've thought about this for Mm -hmm. myself because I know whatever I do whether or not I decide to have kids I Mm -hmm. want to be like a like my career is a priority for me and uh I like I'm very excited to be like in the academic sphere someday Mm -hmm. um. But I also think, like, not only would I have to be really lucky to be able to find someone who wants to be home mm-hmm. with kids because it's not really the traditional setup right now, mm-hmm. but also I would be really jealous. Like, mm. when like what if your kid like has a favorite parent and it's not <gasps> you you know what i mean yeah because like kids like especially when they're little well, when like they're yeah, little whoever yeah. you spend a lot of time with this this one time <laughs> i saw this kid
1: uh in like this grocery store and then he he literally said i hate mommy i love daddy and i was <laughs> like
2: oh, and just so, so, so you know funny. children do go through phases of that but oh, my, i think there's not such a dichotomy like in terms of having one person stay on one person work whatever kind of relationship you have I think it's a it's like if you can strike a balance Mm -hmm. that works for you as a family unit you know it's give and take it's maybe um, at certain certain years somebody decides to pursue some of their interests whether that's career or otherwise whereas another person would take more um, familial responsibilities household responsibilities or you can find a way to do that on a day to day basis. Yeah. But I think the bottom line is it has to be a shared responsibility. Yeah. For sure. And it can't be one person taking, taking advantage the of the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I joked around when I
0: now I'm more on the fence about whether or not I want kids at all. But I always just assumed I would have kids until recently. Um but I joked around with my mom because little kids I find really cute, but I also like don't know how to handle them for more Same than with like my an brother, hour. Yeah. Uh, and I always joke with my parents, I'm like, Haha, I'll just give you my child for the first four years and then recollect. And they're like, No, we like the <laughs> best part was when you got out of that stage. We don't want yeah. that in Oh my god. <laughs> <Literally laughs> no. Okay. I
3: feel like I would always imagine. That the worst age for children would be like junior high age. Oh, I don't teenage know. years. I don't. I just. I think it would be like okay. Like I have this cute kid that I can hang out with for like the first however many years, and then they turn like twelve, and it's oh, like
1: yeah. I just want a baby. I just want it to stay a baby forever.
2: But every phase has its Challenges. amazing joys and its sacrifices, and every <laughs> it every though? phase, and you grow with those phases. Mm-hmm. You know, you you become um, capable at the phase that your children are <laughs> my my poor parents i feel like every
0: phase is supposed to get like easier or like calmer as you get older and sometimes i'm just like i think we get worse yeah, <laughs> like, like, we get more yeah, complicated
2: and more expensive yeah true yeah and i guess maybe the adult passage has its own set of difficulties yeah. because you're experimenting mm-hmm. and hopefully you make good choices and there's a lot of um harm that could come people's way at that time so yeah that can be a little bit frightening.
0: Well I imagine it's like you could you could tell us here like oh. what it. No, no sorry not <laughs> dishing on <laughs> carbon oh, but just watching your kids leave the home and like kind of having to say if you make mistakes that's okay like I imagine that must be really scary. Well
2: it, it is and it isn't you know one of the most important things for me was raising capable independent um contributive Lovely people, and we they've turned they out them. that way. Oh. I know they've turned out that way, and so you have to let go. Yeah, and I remember I'll never forget dropping off at university oh. um, a few years ago and saying goodbye, and she was the last child to leave. And I just felt invigorated, you know. I was with uh, two of my sisters at the time, and uh, they thought I'd just be a melting pool. But I turned around and I said yes. Literally,
1: <laughs> I always joke that like my mom's trying to like kick me out of the nest, but I got my claws deep in there, you know, yeah. like don't let me go. Yeah. But oh. it, I, because
2: I knew, I knew that she had a foundation, she had a skill set, she had values, and I knew she'd make some. It's like, I don't want to know everything you're going to be uh, choosing here. (laughs) But I I just knew that she had the ability to make it in life. I just Aww. knew that. Thanks, Mom. I knew that. The, uh, I knew that at the core. So no, it was. It was. Yeah, were there times that I wondered and you know? Yeah. yeah of course, but I just knew that shoot would find her way.
0: My uh, my dad's life advice to me when I moved out. He's like he's so lovely and he's just so sad that I live so far away. I know he's very proud of me and happy for me, but every time I leave after a holiday, he like cries. It's so sad. Aww. Um, but he his life advice when I moved out was, Maddie, I just want you to remember like sometimes things go wrong and like like things don't always work out and I just want you to know that if anything goes wrong and you fail do not try again give up and move home ah! <laughs> I was
2: like, that's awesome literally advice.
1: I'm trying but like <laughs> mom's just kicking me hard out of the nest
2: <laughs> downsized home like, you know, that's one thing that I, maybe we can talk briefly about yeah. perspective is it life is about perspective mm-hmm. um, whether you're at the age you are, you know, embarking on academics career, um, and whether it's me that has had a career and I'm looking at the next phase of my life, and just know that journey. Life is a journey, and things can often go really well. You can be intentional and pursue your goals, and your dreams. At the same time, life always have has curveballs for you, yeah. even at my age, and even though I've, you know, established myself in a lot of different areas. And so I think when life is great or life maybe is not so great, I think reflection of that and having perspective mm-hmm. is huge because right. it's times when things don't always go well that you can grow the most and learn the most. I know that's been my case. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I and think I've that's so true. Like, so it's just remembering perspective, perspective and, yeah. and trying to achieve. I think you um, asked me to talk about leading a balanced life as mm-hmm. well. That is so key. It's yeah. so hard at times. Yeah. But I think you have to have a plan on how am I going to balance this out mm-hmm. so that I you know, can cope with a family, a career, and, and take care of myself as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think that diversity of interests is so important. Like, I, this is like, again, to each their own but i feel like sometimes at school i'll meet people who and like you know i love school um, but i'll <laughs> just meet, to clarify yeah, just to clarify i love what i'm doing but also when you meet someone who it seems like their only interest is their studies and like mm. what if someday that's taken away from you like yeah. that's what i always think is like if you like you should never be able to take one interest away and then not have anything left of yourself yeah it, that's
2: leading a balanced life yeah. so you know you've heard, heard read you know what that looks like and it can be different for different people but I think generally it's having something you're passionate about something you're interested in so that you can be curious and learn um your mental health and part of that comes from your social connections mm-hmm. you know having yeah. an intact um, well, like, relationship with your family your friends human
1: beings are like innately social animals. Like we need that social connection. I totally agree. Like physically, mentally for like every like part of like health and like social connections. Like that's how we survive.
3: Well and I think depending on who you are, obviously, but like when you're going through phases of your life that are more stressful, that seems at least for me to be the first thing that goes. Is like you know, like is the social stuff and like maintaining those connections. So I'm interested to know too, like as someone who, you know, went through like juggling kids and Mm -hmm. a career and you know relationships and stuff like that how like did you ever feel like maybe you were neglecting yourself or your so, or your social relations yes. or your yes yeah yes, to all of yeah. that
2: um and and at times when there are intense periods it's really hard but maybe it's you know I I like to be physically active and maybe it meant that I wasn't going to exercise every day you know when you add the travel component but could I get out on the weekends and go for a hike yeah um or you know do in, instead of taking the elevator, take the stairs, like incorporate. Sometimes it's so small things. Mm. And um, yeah, and it's easy to forget about I, taking care of your physical health too. Like yeah. for me, it was sleep. Okay. I had so much on the go. So at times my sleep was deprived.
1: You <laughs> yeah. still don't sleep. Like you
2: go to bed oh, at I like midnight,
1: and like wake up I, at five and you're like, well, let's I'm work.
2: Well, I'm card on that. And then how you eat. Cause if you're not well, yourself and all you know physically mentally emotionally you're gonna be um it's gonna be difficult to show up in all those different roles you play Mm -hmm. and and people rely on you
1: I think that's like a really good point that like it's not just balancing like say a family and a career like you also have to like add yourself and like there's so many different elements it's not just this like dichotomy of like you know the balancing weights kind of thing it's so much more than that and I know like growing up you just seemed like like a superwoman, like you did oh. everything, oh. but you really did. Like you exercised every day. You cooked us like awesome meals. Like you worked. You you still like went out with friends. Like, but the, how do you have the energy yeah, from that energy? Honestly, true. I need a nap. Out well, of I was twice blessed a with a
2: lot of energy, but I think it comes to is prioritizing and planning and organizing. And I happen to be an organized person, thankfully. But it's like, where can I take those shortcuts? Those things that don't provide me a lot of meaning. And so part of it, why I could do some of those things, is like for me, I actually hired a house cleaner. Mm-hmm. And so you might remember some of those healthy meals was going down to the community center when they did oh, make yeah. your own meals once meals a month. Meals on wheels. And, well, not quite, but you <laughs> freeze them. But I'd have the kids come down and do that with me. Oh, that's So cool. you take these really different cool. shortcuts in life. How am I going to, you know, how can I plan mm-hmm. to eat well, to exercise, to socialize? And I would socialize was after the kids were in bed and it wasn't very often mm-hmm. but sometimes it's getting on the phone with a sister that I yeah. really care about you know it's not always going out yeah. um with a friend but some of those things can still make you mm-hmm. feel like you have that balance
1: and I think like also a lot of that like you worked really hard to get where you are but I think a lot of that is like your position in society because like not everybody can hire like a house cleaner or afford that kind of thing so That's I think true. like you like you know you worked really hard, but, like, it's also kind of, like, your privilege in society yes. as well that allows you to do that. Well, I, I know, my parents
0: yeah. have the same thing, right? Yeah. Where, um, that we also had, like, a, a person that would come in and, and clean our house, I think, every two weeks mm-hmm. or so when yeah. I was younger. And it was the same thing where both my parents were so busy and so fortunate that they could manage that. And they said, you know, given that we are able to afford to do it, what's something that we could Use our money for it, yeah. That makes our life better, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it, it was the same thing. I still feel that way where sometimes I i look at my parents and they're doing all of the things and they're doing them all so well, and yeah. it makes me very intimidated like, I have so much admiration and respect, but, but so also, like, I'm, like, I'm so yeah. intimidated because I'm like. I literally only take care of myself right now, and I'm still not awesome at that. Like, yeah. But here's
2: the thing: you grow into those things, as you know, you know. But it starts with taking care of yourself, and then you layer on these responsibilities as you're able. Yeah. So it's not like you wake up one day, you've got a, you've got a career, you've got a husband, you've got a household, you've got a ch- children take care of. It. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like you kind of. Grow into those things over time Mm -hmm. as you feel your your you desire that and Mm -hmm. and your confidence grows with that too. Kind
1: of off topic, but um, did you ever feel um like as a woman in your career, kind of like you didn't have the same opportunities or anything like that?
2: Um, interesting. I get that asked a lot, Mm -hmm. but I'd say no. But that said, um, in my role, I was often the only woman at the table, yeah. or very few of us, because other women chose other careers, um, and part of those careers, even in, in my industry, was that they choose not to travel or you know spend that extra time investing in a career, and so that meant they were home more, and that yeah. was their choice, and yeah. I respected that choice you have to, you know, follow your passions and your desires as long as you're not harming yourself and others. Yeah. (laughs) No,
0: really, really. A little disclaimer there,
2: yeah. I'm thinking back of some of my parenting advice to Carmen back in the day. Yeah, you can do things, but uh, you just really gotta got to pass to the red
1: face test that too oh, anytime i went out i had to come home and like my mom would be like if you told me everything you did tonight and your face gets red it means you shouldn't do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i mean true i feel like my face would go red just thinking about i the red know face i test. know literally <laughs> oh, yeah i feel like some of these tests are just arbitrary in that I couldn't pass them even if, yeah, I didn't do Like a polygraph things.
1: just because of my anxiety. Like, my,
0: like, heart rate would skyrocket. Yeah. Like those things, like, not super effective anymore? No, way. they no. aren't. No, and well, I don't think they're admissible in court anymore. I've thought about this as far as, like, you know, sometimes they'll, like, to test whether you've been drinking when, like, people get, like, pulled over in a oh, car. Oh, yeah. They make you walk in a straight line I, I have cannot... really bad balance. Yeah, yeah. I, I would know. fall over I while I I'm, like, dead sober. Like, over. I would never drink and drive, but if someone pulled me over sober, I would fail that test. Yeah, <laughs> same, though. Same, same. Oh, uh, um, but do we want to maybe wrap it up over here? Yeah. 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 Um, first of all, thank you so much, Shelly. This has been so lovely. Yeah. We oh, really a, appreciate you doing this. What a
2: pleasure. And I'm oh. just, I got to say, um, here's an example of you following your passion, your interest, your friendship oh. and sharing some insight to others about life. And I'm just so proud oh. of the courage. Oh. It takes a lot of courage to expose yourselves mm-hmm. and to let people into your intimate world. And I'm just so proud of all of you for doing that. And I wish you every success.
0: That's Thanks, Shelly. Absolutely... Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, But, okay, we're going to suck it up. Oh, here. my gosh! I'm, I'm so easily touched. Um, <laughs> so. We would love it if you would check out, we recently collaborated with Alternatives Journal, which is a Canadian environmental journal, um, and we're so excited about we're it. We're all screaming a, about we, it we like, Yeah, we're trying to be calm right now, but like, we're freaking out. <laughs> um, so first of all, thank you to Alternatives Journal. We would love it if you would check out their other work, because they do some awesome so stuff. So cool, yeah. Super yeah. cool stuff. Um,
1: Empowering. But
0: just... we have an exclusive episode that's been published on their site, so it's called Environmental Dread 101. It went up yesterday, so Friday the 19th. And we'd super appreciate it if you would check that out. uh, Let us know what you think of it. Um, and on top of that, if you would check out our, uh, our Instagram, so that's New Sincerity Podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. our email Tell a friend. Tell <laughs> a friend, please. Also, if you want a button and you live close <gasps> yeah, by yeah, yeah. or can be reached by mail, hmm. which is basically everyone, Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know because we made buttons. It yeah. was really fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. And as always, we're always looking for episode suggestions. So please hit us up if you can think of anything that you'd love to hear three unqualified people talk about. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Bye, bye, bye. bye.